Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 156 and today's topic is Power Book for Forced, season one, episode eight, titled He Ain't Heavy. And you already know how we do over here. We about to get into it. We about to break it down and dissect it scene by scene like we do over here on this platform. After that, I will play the trailer. We will talk about that. And I have a sleeper for you guys in my Joe Budden style. Shout out to the pod father. Um, so. This episode aired last night, and then next week, there is no Power Book 4-4. So, um, I don't know if I'm going to do a podcast next week um, on Sunday, because I am going to a concert, by the way. So, I'm looking forward to that. So, it doesn't come on. So, um, next Sunday, it probably won't be a pod, but I will be on Thursday for snow, um, Thursday to do my Snowfall recap. And, of course, Friday, I'll drop Bel Air and Big Sky as well. And next week, Bel Air's episode is the season finale, so I'm sure that'll be really, really good. Um, it, Power Book for Forest returns April 10th. That'll be episode nine, and then we get the big season finale. That's on the 17th, and then oh, 50 Cent I already put on IG. He wasn't feeling it, but we get a little six-month six hiatus. However, I'm going to still be dropping content. If you guys have any recaps that you want me to do on Sundays, please hit me up and let me know. I will drop that content. You can hit me up for any recap requests you want to do with, with that being a TV show, movie, documentary, or a music album. Let's talk about it. So just hit me up. Um, One more thing I was going to say. Uh, shit, I can't remember. <laughs> But you can always hit me up on my social media platforms, Alicia Shanice Reviews for uh, Instagram, Alicia Shanice for Facebook. Um, email is Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. So I still do my, you know, normal three. It's just, you know, power takes that, you know, it always takes that week break. So actually, um, no power next week. Ugh. But that's cool for me because I have a concert to go to. And y'all. Y'all, <laughs> I'm almost done with that 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 final rough draft of my book. I'm getting there, y'all. I'm so close. I got my book cover artwork done yesterday. I was super excited about that. So you know, as long you know as the process grows with the book, I'm going to be bringing you guys more intel on that, letting you know the deal on that. I can't wait to share my ideas, and I'm hoping you guys enjoy it and and all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Happy Sunday, by the way. Good vibes. Good vibes. So let's go ahead and go over the description for this episode. This was He Ain't Heavy. The description reads, Tommy and his crew can barely keep up with the demand and they need more help to increase their supply. More shocking details about Tommy's family surface. And he realizes the news could potentially affect his business. Now, this episode, no, it wasn't a whole lot of action. It wasn't a whole lot, but it was still a really, really good episode. And I'm... Episode eight is always normally really fire. Uh, it's always like something big that happens. We've seen who we lost in this episode. So we're going to definitely talk about that. But what this episode did do for us is it's building us up to get to that season two. And with that season finale, how they're wrapping everything up and bringing everything together. And we're going to talk about that. That season finale is going to be 
banging fire action and it's gonna be a lot of bloodshed so i'm here for it they've already been green light gang for season two so you know it's gonna come with fire and now the characters have already been built up solidified so we got a lot to look forward to yeah we got a six month hiatus and all but at the same time uh raising canaan will be back then bmf and um i'm hoping i can go to that bmf premiere like i did for season one then we got uh power book two then the force comes back and then we got the flores brothers coming and then we got the murder was the case show coming about snoop dogg's murder trial so 50 he got a list of shows that's coming but we got a little hiatus we've been spoiled for the last you know last past months with everything dropping back to back but you know as long as stars and 50 dropping that content we're gonna support 50 we're gonna support courtney kemp when she drops her uh netflix shows and we're gonna support the power universe over here baby so let's get into the show because i have ran my mouth long enough and talk force Is Shanice and she's the one. Her name is Shanice and she's the one. So this episode opens up and Tommy goes to the garage and he um he meets up with the lady Tia. Remember she runs that crew. She, he got when they went and did that bus and did all those drops uh for Rojas the dude in prison played by J Mo. Shout out to J Mo Reviews. He does the same thing I do for TV recap so it was really good to see him in the uh, first episode. Uh, he was the guy in prison who was like, let him get comfortable. You know what I'm saying? We're going to blow shit up. But remember when um, him and Diamond had to go do all those drops, that's when he got the clock in the city. So he meets up with Tia, and then he meets up with Moisture, the Jew who has his crew as well. So he tells them, like, he wants them to be the, his distro, and he's going to be the connect with the new Dahlia. And 55 a key, baby. <laughs> so moisture he like i'll take three we got tia she like i'll take dress you know what i'm saying so you know hey we find out it don't glow no more and they all take a little sample see it's the, that same fire product and they the new distros so after that we go into the next scene and we get old man flynn now he's at the doctor and now we finally see what his illness is. He has stage one lung cancer, but they did catch it early. And the doctor urges him like, it's not, not, not like your wife. It's not the same case. So, you know, I urge you to get treatment and we can get on top of this. So after that, we get into the next scene and we got our girl Liliana and Tommy. They talking about how they need another cook because demand is high but bringing in a, a new cook with this new product dahlia that everybody want their hands on of course they need somebody they can trust so liliana like we're gonna bring somebody in from new york i'm hoping eventually they will bring in 
old people in from New York. I know Two Bit is supposed to make an appearance. They need to hurry up and make that happen. Two Bit, that's my dude right there. I love Two Bit's character. But he like, oh, I ain't really got nobody in New York, but we're going to have to find somebody here in the shy. So after that, we go to JP's house. And him and Tommy, they in there working on the house. And this scene is funny as hell. <laughs> Watching Tommy be the handyman, you know what I'm saying? So um, we see JP, he's going through it. The bank is move, moving forward with the foreclosing of the club. His father, Harvey, needs a stint put in. And they kind of go back and forth. And, you know what I'm saying, JP is frustrated. He's in mad debt. And he don't want to take a handout. So Tommy gets to thinking, he gets to thinking, and he's like, how was he in science class? Because Tommy don't really want to bring him into business, and then he don't want to have no more blood on his hands. He don't want none of his peoples to get killed off, you know, street stuff he's involved in. So we get into the next scene, and Tommy and Claudia meet up, and she wants to bring in CBI because they got that third pipeline. However, Tommy don't want to do no business with Jannar. He don't want to hear it. So he like, it's too much inner turmoil going on inside of CBI. He like, and Diamond is my man. But when he ready to work, we'll bring him in. But I'm not fucking with Jannar. And can we blame him? Can we, who, who, can we blame him? So Claudia, she's starting to get frustrated herself because she like, this was her vision. This is supposed to be a partnership, but she ain't really got no control over it. But Tommy trying to let her know, like, look, I know what I'm doing. And like I said, if they end up splitting, that will be a war and a war. It's too much inner turmoil. So we're going to let that shit play out. And then when Diamond ready, we'll bring him in. So we go over to CBI. We go to the barbershop in the next scene. And Diamond, he in there shaving up Janard. You know, just asking him random questions like, you know, if you were still in charge or had control of CBI, what would you do different? Jannar get all happy. <laughs> he look up like, what you think about retiring, bro? Diamond <laughs> like, no, I'm just, you know, asking a visionary his vision. What would you do different? So, you know, Jannar, he got to throw in Tommy some way. First of all, I wouldn't spend all that time in white world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but you know he ends up telling them like you know what but if i was in control the future the future would be that dahlia that that's that's what would be my vision and you know he gets to telling them like look cbi started with your diamond and it's gonna end with you as long as i can play a small part it's all good but then he gets that little evil look in his eyes so i'm like diamond bro uh, you 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 better watch your little brother because he he a hot mess child. He he on some other stuff. We gonna have to watch Janar. We gonna have to watch Janar. And a lot of stuff Janar did is gonna bring blowback. I'm thinking for that season finale, a lot of things that happened in this episode. It wasn't just a strong episode, but it's building up for that season finale and i'll talk about that as i go along uh what i think will be major pushback for it to come from this episode so we get into the next scene and tommy and liliana they meet up by the river 
and we see Tommy, he enjoys spending time with her. You know, he like another professional criminal I could just talk to. And, you know what I'm saying, I trust you. We ain't got no secrets. And, you know what I'm saying, you didn't respect that guideline of, you know what I'm saying, no intimacy. And she like, look, the fuck I tell you? I don't fuck white boys. <laughs> Liliana is fucking up. She's just a vibe, man. She's hilarious. So, he ends up confiding in her that he has a brother in Chicago. And, you know what I'm saying, he's thinking about uh, bringing him in to help with the cooking. So, but when he brings him in, only Liliana and him can know that they're brothers. She don't, he don't want nobody knowing that's his brother, basically to protect him. So we get into the next scene and we see Bennigan, the dirty cop. Now we ain't seen him in a few episodes since he rode up on Diamond and Diamond called him out in that cop car. So we see another dirty cop approaches him and he like, how long you been in the Flynn's pockets? So, you know what I'm saying? He do his little talking and he demands, you know, I well, since you getting a hundred bands, I want 50 K of that. But, you know, since I'm so generous and all, I'll give you a few weeks because I need a boat and a house in Geneva. So he putting that pressure on Bennigan and we see Bennigan is stressed out because he's trying to pay his sister medical bills. So after that, we get into the next scene. And old man Flynn, he summons Claudia. <laughs> he summons Claudia and he wants to know what, what you went to. You went there from when we got raided by the feds. You've been missing in action. Two of my men is gone. What have you gotten into? Because, you know what I'm saying? I thought you was a little smarter, but you're actually stupid. <laughs> and she stands her ground, but he lets her know, like, look, I'm going to find out what you're doing, and then I'm going to crush it under my boot. So we get into the next scene, and Vic meets up with Dirty Cop Bennigan. Now, when they meet up, he asks him, like, what have you heard about the new drug? He lets him know, like, we don't know too much. We brought a couple people in, but they're not talking. Remember, Claudia got that on lock. She got, you know what I'm saying, she got her little madam skills going on in the drug world, and she didn't let the girls know, if you get brought in, you call this number, you in and out, you don't know me, we don't know you, you was never here, deny, deny, deny. So... They got it on lock. Ain't nobody talking. And Vic tells him, like, find out who's behind it. Handle it. Because the Flins need to get their hands on this new Dahlia. So he don't even know. The Flins started the Dahlia. It's just your sister. But he gets paid double. So now Bennigan got a little extra money where he could pay dude off. And, you know, still take care of his sister bills. So we get into the next scene. Jannard meets up with Black to get word out on who is behind Dahlia. He like, you find out whoever put the word out in CBI, whoever finds out who got, you know, any intel on who got Dahlia, they get 20 bands. And, you know what I'm saying, let them know what's up. So we see Black, his loyalty remains with Jannard. Remember, at first he was asking, like, you sure you want to go behind Diamond back like this? But we see... um Black and Jannard, they're going to get in a lot of trouble together. So we get into the next scene. And now old man Flynn, he summons Vic. <laughs> so when Vic, Vic shows up, he tells him to find out what Claudia is up to. And he lets him know, like, well, are you going to even tell her you're sick? And why the hell did you tell me? Now old man Flynn is like, I told you because you're the one who's supposed to be taking over. Vic cool with taking over. He just want Gloria by his side. Oh man, Flynn said, uh-uh, uh-uh, that ain't happening. 
So we get into the next scene and JP goes to visit him and Tommy's grandmother. And as he's there talking to her, um, he walks out to talk to the nurse. He wants um, information on who's her, on her emergency contacts. And as he's out there, she passes away. So he ends up calling Tommy. Tommy meets him at his house. And, you know, he tells him what happened. And he like, we should call Kate. We should, we should let her know what's going on. Tommy like, I ain't calling Kate. So he ends up giving Tommy all of the old pictures. He stores some of the uh, videos on um, a flash drive. So, you know. He could go through them. We get into the next scene. We see the doc, her and Liliana there in the lab. And you know what I'm saying? They get more acquainted. Uh, she's asking her questions like, well, how did you, you know saying move all this paste in, in New York? Liliana like that one, my department. I was like a courier. And she like, well, is that how you got that scar? Liliana get to showing doc all her soldier rooms. <laughs> She like, I'd have been stabbed, burnt, shot, you know what I'm saying, beat, tortured. I'm a resilient motherfucker. <laughs> so we see the Doc and Liliana, they becoming cool and understanding to understand. So we get into the next scene, and now old man Flynn summons Thomas. So Tommy arrives. Uh, they go back and forth for a minute. We get a little history lesson on how old man Flynn got into Chicago. And he offers Tommy's a place in his organization. Tommy declines, of course. Like, uh-uh. Maybe when I first got here. But you showed me who you were. Then old man Flynn tells him, like, you know what? I seen the way Gloria was looking at you. I wish you would have kept messing with her. Because she ain't going to be with my son. So we get into the next scene. And this scene is going to cause pushback for that season finale, I was saying. Claudia, doing too much. Tommy already done warned her ass, if you're going to be my partner and I can't trust you, we ain't doing no business. Now, he specifically told this broad, we not bringing in CBI yet. I will bring in Diamond when I'm ready. She take her happy-go-lucky ass to the south side and presents him with you know to work with Dahlia for 10% diamond like no 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 if you offering 10% that means you already got partners and that means your partners don't even know you here and that means you doing shit behind their back and that could bring trouble to my door so he politely opens up that door and tells her to get the fuck out no deal but he does ask her like are you talking about Dahlia that's gonna be some type of pushback because she should have never went there so we get into the next scene. And Flynn and Polly, they have one of their conversations. They talk about uh old man Flynn's health. They talk about the way he treats his kids. They talk about how Vic might not be ready to take over. And, you know, he tells them, like, you know, ever since you, uh Meg died, his wife, you pushed these kids away. And Claudia might be the one to take over. You just don't want to give it to her because she's a woman. So... You know, he tells them, like, maybe if you treat them better, they they don't want to be around. They don't want to help your organization continue to be strong. So old man Flynn thinks about it. He does call the hit off on Gloria because he had put a hit out on her. But Paulie never put it in anyway. So with the meeting that Tommy had with uh, old man Flynn about how he could have, should have kept messing with Glow, he instantly knows, you know what I'm saying, it's wartime. He going to kill Glow. So Tommy goes to Vic. 
he warns him to get the fuck out of Chicago. He like, grab your girl and bounce. And I ain't doing this all for you. I don't want nothing to happen to her, you know? So he gives him a key. He like, take this car. It's untraceable. No GPS. Nobody will ever find you. Now, we get into the next scene. And I liked it, this episode with Diamond. Diamond showed us, yeah, I sit back. I'm cool. I'm laid back. You might think the prison made me soft or whatever. But no, no, no. Diamond is much smarter. Like, he read Claudia like a book. And when he met with Adrian, they meet up. He calls her out. He like, I know who you are. And you know exactly who I am. So she comes clean. She lets him know, like, I was only there because I'm writing a story about fallen nations in Chicago and, you know what I'm saying, gang violence and how there's no leadership. And I wasn't even there to meet you. I was there to meet Elijah Linden. Remember, Elijah was Janar's right-hand man played by Jeremiah. So she tells him, like, now my editor wants to change everything up and make the story about you. So it kind of, like, leaves it up in the air, but we can see they're both, both of them. Because when a man get out of prison and, you know what I'm saying, that's the first piece of action he get, you know what I'm saying, he looks stuck. So, you know what I'm saying. And we see she done got piped down good. So she's starting to catch her little feeling feelings for Diamond. So I don't think he's going to do anything to her. I actually think they're going to keep messing around. So we get into the next scene. And Tommy goes through the pictures and the flash drive of all the old memories. He see a young Kate walking around with him, being a nurturing mother then, before she became cokehead Kate. And he gets a little emotional, and he puts puts everything up and heads out. Now he goes to meet up with Claudia to drop some money off. And now, you know, since she just comes out and tell him like, "I want a bigger role. All this sitting back and you know hiding in shadows. I, no, no, no. I, I, I want it. I want in. I want all the way in." So they decide she will take over the clubs. That's a good look for her. Take over the clubs. She already got her thing going on with the girls. So you know that's a good idea for her to do that club scene, and that's more that upper echelon scene, that whole elevator scene. She should run the clubs and he keep the streets. So that was a cool little idea right there. Um, she just needs to stay the hell from off the south side. So we get into the next scene. We see Glow. She didn't made it back to Chicago. So Vic shows up at her home, and you know, so we get a happy reunion. He tells her, like, look, I didn't sold the land. I didn't pay your debt off. Let's run. Let's go. Let's leave Chicago. Fresh start. Nobody'll know where we're at. She agrees. He tells her to pack a bag and they leave in a few hours. Now, when they did this scene, we knew it wasn't going to be no happy ending. We knew it. So we get into the next scene. <laughs> and this shit was funny. We got D, a little D-Mac. He's stalking Uncle Tommy and get straight busted. He ain't even slick with it. Tommy like, what you following me for now, skinny? So he tells him like, look, I'm just trying to diversify my skill set. And you know what I'm saying? I'm real loyal and I got a lot of numbers running through my head. This scene, if this shit went funny as hell, <laughs> when Tommy got to giving him a math test, then a story drug problem solving test, then a job interview outside all at the same damn time. But little man, we see he a little math genius and he gets to answering all of them questions and hell, he gets the gig. The gig is the gig. So we get into the next scene. And Liliana is hilarious, bro. <laughs> 
She in Tommy house and she is flirting. Child getting her flirt on with JP. She like, say my name again. He like, Liliana. <laughs> like, she looking at him like, damn. Tommy told me he had a brother, but I didn't know his brother was a brother. So, when Tommy come in, he puts, you know, say he tells him like, you know, you need to chill out. He looking at her like, you need to calm your ass down. And JP, you going to be in the lab. You going to be a chemist. You going to be a cook. So, we see every time JP opened up his mouth, Liliana just gets turned on. So then we get into the next scene. And we got Janar. Sitting there eating some noodles. Janar, Janar, Janar. Janar get on my nerves, but he playing this role. He is a good, I like characters like him because they are funny antagonists and they bring drama and just do dumb stuff. So I enjoy his character, but he is just Janar. He meets up with Black. And little little junior Jannar, the little junior hater, and they come in. They tell them that he. They tell him that you know they found out who got Dahlia, and it's the Pilgrims, which they actually talking about the Jews, uh, Moisture's group. So they get their little twenty bands, ten apiece, and that causes Jannar to take his happy ass out and rob uh Moisture's boy, one of the Jews, for the Dahlia. And he looking like a fiend the whole time he was robbing him. I'm like, what the? Now that's going to bring blowback. That's another scene that's going to bring blowback for that season finale with Jannar doing that and with Claudia going to CBI. Now, Paulie goes to see Vic. And we see Paulie loves his nephew. That's his sister's son. So that's where, you know, he like, I took an oath for, for this family, but my loyalty is to you more. So, you know what I'm saying? They also mention Paulie's son and how he's doing a little better. So they don't keep mentioning Paulie's son for no reason. Somehow his son is going to play some type of role in something. So we're going to expect to see him again. They didn't show him on the street like that and keep mentioning him for no reason. So let's look out for something with Paulie's son to come back. Now, Paulie also lets him know that old man Flynn met up with Tommy. And that causes Vic to know, like, I knew I couldn't trust him. And that makes him go ahead and move along with the plan to get him and Gloria out of there. So in the next scene, we see Liliana. She teaching JP how to cook, child. <laughs> she uh teaching JP how to cook and just all oh, in his grill. <clears throat> then we go to Gary, Indiana. We get another scene with our boy Freddie Gibbs. Man, if Fifty Cent don't know what the hell he be doing, I'm so happy he brought Freddie Gibbs to the show. Like he giving so many people just lying and shite line and shine uh, i'm sorry light and shine in the power universe just so dope so uh we got freddie gibbs they got this little fake eye thing going on and they uh black and janar rolled through there they let him get a taste of that dahlia they all taste a little sample one by one going straight to the moon and he lets them know like look it's free of charge the only thing i need it's for you and your soldiers to head to the shy and bring bullets. And we want to see bodies for anybody who get in our way of this value. 
this is going to be another blowback. <laughs> this is probably going to be the number one blowback when Freddie Gibbs and his Gary Indiana crew and that eye come down to the shy and they're ready to uh, bring them bullets and do them bodies. This about to be a fucking blood war when they come down there. That that will probably be the season finale when they come down there thinking they about the it's going to be a war and it's going to piss Diamond to the this gonna piss him to the edge. He this is this gonna be this whole scene right here is setting up for something bigger and bigger when they come down to the shy. So then we get to the next scene. Now, um, when 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 Vic left to go pick Glow up, he was looking at two sets of keys. I don't think he took the key that Tommy gave him. That was the untraceable car. It didn't have no GPS. I think that's why they were able to find him. And it was going a little too perfect. I knew it. When him and Glow was looking in each other's eyes, talking about how much they love each other, and that car ran, shopped them, and dude got out and got to spray him. Damn. There goes Gloria. Vic will never be the same. I wasn't expecting her to leave this soon. I thought she was going to be a bigger character, but Vic will never be the same. So there goes Gloria's character. So then we get into the next scene. And D-Mac goes to his normal, usual box where he stores his money and keeps his sentimentals at. And Tommy follows him. Now, this reminded me of something Ghost would do. <laughs> you know, Tommy, he been getting his inner ghost on. Like, we see how Tommy is moving. Like, we didn't get to see this side of him in the original power. So he follows him, and he goes through that box. And he learns, like, oh, this is JP's son. Oh, this is my nephew, and I just offered him a position, and y'all know how Tommy is about protecting family in the game, so I can't wait to see how this play out. I'm wondering, is he going to go approach him or tell JP, like, look, I'm seeing your son. I know where he's at. So we go into the next scene, and he goes uh, back home. He's all emotional. He picks up the phone, looks at K number, and then we take ourselves to New York, and we see crazy ass Kate. <laughs> Her phone is ringing, and it made it seem like it was Tommy. And she answers the phone. She's like, "Who the hell is this?" <laughs> but nah, it's JP. He like it's your son. Child, she put that phone down like she's seen a fucking ghost. <laughs> so Kate is coming to town. <laughs> I can't wait for it because Kate is straight comic relief. She is a funny character. So I cannot wait for her and Tommy to reunite, probably do a few lines together, argue, cuss each other out. They just is crazy. Okay. And that was my recap for Power Book 4 Force episode eight titled Heat and Heavy. I hope you guys enjoyed it. This was a solid episode, solid season. Remember season one, they're not always the best, best. I always enjoy season one because it's character build up and we're learning, you know, the character. So I'm enjoying it. But, you know, some people say they want more action or it's just boring, but it's just character build up. You got to learn the characters, learn their background. So I'm pretty sure some people will enjoy it more when it gets to season two or that season finale. But come on, y'all. We got to support 50. We got to support the power universe. You know what I'm saying? They doing their thing over there. It's bringing a lot of jobs. So dope, 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 dope and content. So I'm going to go ahead and play the trailer and then I have a sleeper. Yes, I told you, brother and Gloria, let's put all this in motion. 
with a war here. Optimus, we do believe those serves put the hit on V. I'm going to be putting together the war room. We don't have the manpower for that kind of shit show. Are you either with us or you're against us? I need an army. It's going to cost you. I'm ready to take back this man. What you want? I'm you anything I should know about. Yeah, next week, um, well, on the 7th, it's going to be action-packed because it showed uh, Gary and Indiana dudes coming with guns blazing in the shy. It looks like it's about to be a freaking war between Old Man Flynn, the whole Flynn operation against the Serbs, and Tommy is probably going to approach Claudia because it's going to be like, he's going to be like, is there anything I need to know about? Or he could be talking to his little nephew or JP calling Kate. Kate will probably be arriving in the next episode. So expect those next two episodes to be fire and walk us straight into season two. Here is my sleeper and my Joe Button style. Shout out to the pod father, Joey. Let's keep it 50 cent, baby. Yeah. It's 50. One shot, one kill. What's the deal? Yeah, what's the deal? Listen. Look, homie, when it rains, it pours. Hollow tips and talents. When it rains, it pours. It caught in the showers. Just because niggas ain't playing. When it rains, it pours. Niggas get set up. It's when it rains, it pours. End up wet up. It's when it rains, it pours. It usually goes down over money and hours. But little homie. When it rains, it pours. Ain't nothing changed. Niggas doing the same old shit. The new hollow tips and them same old clips. And the projects niggas fuck with the same old chicks. And somehow they still think their game's so sick. Now from the rip, niggas know I'm about my grip. I don't trick, man. I barely even feed a bitch. She say I'm stingy. I say I don't need you, bitch. Go ahead, leave. See if I chase you. Shit. Tell your mammy, I catch you in the street, I'ma get her. She know I'm on parole. Why she call police on a nigga? She just mad. Cause a nigga pockets all spoiled. When she asked to borrow something, I said, hell no. I was telling the little homies all about this shit. So keep your mind on your money and don't trust no bitch. Kiki hit high notes when the pigs came. But I ass kind of fat, so niggas treat it the same. This is real, little homie. When it rains, it pours. Hollow tips and talents. When it rains, it pours. Be caught in the showers. Just because niggas ain't playing. When it rains, it pours. Niggas get set up. It's when it rains, it pours. End up wet up. It's when it rains, it pours. It usually goes down over money and hours. But little homie. My hood, when it rains, it pours. There's blood stains on my stoop when I fall, got shot. My homicide outside, nigga, I'm not. This the third time the niggas can circle the block. It's money out now, yeah, but damn, it's hot. Yeah, love to catch a nigga on a direct sale. Say, tell us to court the body or you going to jail. Look, if you know the drill, you stay the fuck out of Dodge. I say what's happening to the captain and what's up to the Sarge. Fuck being in the cage, man, that shit for the birds. Charlie drunk, drinking wild Irish rolls on the curb. A number spot full of niggas trying to pay a few bucks. Hoping they number come out, they can have them some love. He ace to the goose, stumbled off mad. Lost his re-up, honey, man, that's all he had. Magazine from the store so he could look at the cars. And do pull-ups in the park. On the monkey bars, mad as fuck, little homie. When it rains, it pours. Hollow tips and talents. When it rains, it pours. Get caught in late showers. Just because niggas ain't playing. When it rains, it pours. Niggas get set up. It's when it rains, it pours. End up wet up. It's when it rains, it pours. It usually 
goes down over money and hoes. A little homie in my hood when it rains it pours. We need another album, Fifth. One more album. Let's go out straight, power book style, like we always do. My sleeper was when it rains and pours that 50 cent off that get rich or die trying. And, you know, we had to go out power style with that 50 cent Jeremiah and Lil Dirt power, powder, respect. Hope you guys enjoyed the show today. It's Sunday, so I will not be back on to Thursday for my snowfall recap. Then I'll do Bel Air and Big Sky Friday. No power book for Forest until April 7th. So that's when we would return with that. And it's Sunday, so enjoy those good beautiful Sunday vibes. Keep it like the Commodores. Easy like a Sunday morning and let that vibe go all day. I hope you guys have a beautiful and safe week. Protect your energy as always. And don't let nobody tell y'all y'all ain't dope because y'all the dopest. Thank you for your support as always. It's your girl Shanice and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice. Thank you.